everyone, this is Evan at Stride back with a, another update from the Stride team. This is going to focus on a recent blog post that we had uh, detailing a couple updates we have for you as we head into the fall racing season. Uh, update number one is going to be an updated iOS app with two new features called Critical Power History and Running Stress Balance. Uh, for those of you who use Android, don't worry, an update is coming soon to bring the Android app up to speed very soon. Uh, update number two is an update to the Stride Zones data field that fe- that features visual power zones. And update number three is a update on our end to the auto-calculated critical power tool that accounts for how sub-maximal workouts have maintained your critical power. So focusing on the big part of the release here, uh, update number one, critical power history on your iOS app. So critical power history displays how your critical power has changed over the last three months. With this graph, you can instantly understand how your overall running fitness is trending. This new feature pairs great with the auto-calculated critical power. A historical view of the auto-calculated critical power represents how your recent training is shaping your fitness. And this is something that's on the home screen, very easy to see uh, day-to-day for your training. How to update, you just have to download the latest iOS app. And then along with this, a very, very new feature for us is running stress balance. And this is in the iOS app right now. But as I mentioned, the Android app is being brought up to speed very quickly and should be released pretty darn soon. We'll have an announcement about that later. So running stress balance. Uh, You might be familiar with other platforms doing their version of a training stress balance or something like that. Running stress balance is keeping everything in the Stride ecosystem. So we are specifically just looking at running stress score day to day. And this goes great with the auto CP release because as your auto critical power changes, the stress as you gain or lose fitness changes day to day. So a great way to keep track of that is running stress score. We're going to talk a little bit about how running stress score actually factors into this running stress balance. So running stress balance tells you how productive your recent training has been. The graph in the iOS app right now on the home screen helps you quickly identify which training state you're in. If you can align your training state with your fitness goals, you're in a sweet spot that is giving you the best chance at achieving your running goals. So running stress balance breaks your training state into six different categories. Uh, And I'm going to define some of these categories here. Just talking about them from the beginning, you have overreaching, cautionary, productive, maintenance, performance, and not available. So I'm first going to define what running stress balance actually is. And we're going to acronym it as RSB for running stress balance. It's the difference between your accumulated long-term running stress, which we weigh as a 42-day weighted average, and your short-term running stress, which is a seven-day weighted average. You take the 42-day stress, you subtract your seven-day stress, and you're left with your running stress balance number. More recent runs have a higher contribution to these average values. Use running stress balance to understand your running's stress contribution to your fatigue and fitness. So just talking about how you normally go through a week of training, a training cycle, running stress balance is going to be a great thing to be able to add in there and understand more of your running. So first, talking about overreaching, this is what we assign a value as negative 45 to negative 40. It's when your running stress is beyond advised for sustained training. 
if you are in the overreaching category, you have placed a tremendous amount of stress on your body in a short amount of time. If you do find yourself in this state, we recommend that you allow your body sufficient rest so you do not risk injury from overtraining. Cautionary goes from negative 40 to negative 25. It's a state of heavy training. You should be cautious of increasing your running stress past this point. And if you're in the cautionary category, your training volume has a considerable amount of uh, stress that is ramping up. You should be careful not to remain in this category for an extended amount of time or push your way into the overreaching category because you will likely see diminishing returns from your efforts. Ideally, you should allow for some extra recovery in order to move to a productive status. So productive is in between negative 25 and negative 10. This point is when your running stress is quickly adding to your fatigue. With proper recovery, it will contribute to your fitness. So if you're in productive, you are in the sweet spot between stress and recovery. This also goes for maintenance. Your fitness is steadily improving because you are stressing your body and then letting your body adapt and improve from that stress. Ideally, you want to regularly be shifting between productive, maintenance, uh, those two categories to establish a rhythm of steady improvement. And so maintenance is negative 10 to 5. It's the state of balancing your running stress and recovery. It's at the point where you're not stressing yourself so much that you're risking injury, but you're also not stressing it enough to maximize the potential physiological and fitness gains that you could realize from being in the productive zone. The performance zone, which is the state where your running stress is low and you're primed to take advantage of your current fitness, is in between plus 5 to plus 25. And so this category means that you're race day ready, typically for most people, between you know this number range. You've allowed your body to fully adapt from the recent training so you'll be fresh for any race or goal effort that you have in mind. This is the perfect status to be in if you want to give yourself the best chance of setting a new personal record on race day. And talking about the not available N slash A category, 25 plus 25 to plus 45. Your running stress is too low to contribute to your fitness. So this isn't necessarily a negative thing. This is something that you should identify at certain points in your training. If you have recently run a goal race and then you you know take some time off, that's exactly what's going on. You're not necessarily contributing to your gain of fitness. You're contributing to your recovery. And so not available N slash A is just that range where you haven't introduced that stress over the past week versus the past six weeks, that rolling 42 day average, you haven't introduced that local stress, that very, you know, short time span stress to stress your body enough. So that is the breakdown of those categories. And if you just update to the latest version of the iOS app, it will be there. It'll make its way to other platforms very soon. Um, update number two is adding visual power zones on the stride zones data field for Garmin, uh, which you can get through either the Garmin Connect IQ app, Garmin Express on the computer. This is available to all Connect IQ 1.4 plus watches. And um, we have great instructions to uh, download this update if you just go to blog.stride.com, look for the September 2019 updates. Uh, this is a really, really good experience that we hope to 
bring to other platforms and just kind of unify. Uh, it shows a very, very easy way to make sure you're in your proper zone. Um, previously, you just had to look at text on the screen on the Garmin watches. Now it'll have a color associated with that. And it shows you where you are in the zone based off the left side of the screen as the mark ticks up and down. Uh, update number three, this is just an update from our end, giving a little bit of transparency. Um, fitness maintenance update for auto-calculated critical power. We've updated our critical power to our auto-calculated critical power tool to account for sub-maximal workouts. So these sub-maximal efforts may not increase your fitness, but they will maintain your fitness gained from the maximal efforts that you've already recorded. So what does this mean for you? This means that you do not need to continually do max effort runs in order to maintain your critical power. As long as you do sub-maximal work to complement your max effort runs, your critical power will be maintained. So what does this look like in a actual practical training manner? Let's say you ran a personal best marathon two months ago. Your critical power increased after that effort because it was a maximum effort detected. You're really happy with that result. You begin to train it according to your higher critical power. After a month, your critical power will slowly decrease because the beneficial effects from that race will start to depreciate from your overall fitness. You take notice of your critical power beginning to decrease and you start to panic because you feel like your fitness is still excellent. It would be unreasonable to try and replicate that personal best marathon effort again in order to maintain your critical power because you just have to sign up for another race and then taper again just so you could race as well as you did last time. With this new update, it's not necessary to replicate that best effort as long as you complete a sub-maximal long run that run will be enough to maintain your fitness gained from your personal best marathon effort and keep your critical power right where it should be. So this is the beginning of a series of great updates that we have planned, uh, all hard work from the Stride team. We now have a full-time Android developer and a Garmin Connect IQ developer, so you should anticipate updates coming to these platforms as quickly as updates came to the iOS and web in the past. We're really, 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 really a lot of reallys, excited about bringing all these great updates that we've been working on. And we just want to thank you, uh, everybody who's given a lot of positive feedback. We look forward to delivering great stuff as we head into the fall racing season. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to email support at stride.com. We'd love to help you there. Uh, for now, we'll be back with another episode very, very soon. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>